Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The NFL is back, baby. We're about an hour and 20 out from the season kicking off in Los Angeles, Buffalo Bills, Los Angeles Rams. And I see you already in the chat. Yeah, the Cardinals are screwed. Had some good news today, but yeah, then some bad news. Of course, welcome to PHNX Cardinals podcast presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit the like button, smash it, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, leave that five-star review. Bo Brock hanging out with Damian Anderson. DA, what's going on, man? Bo, what's good? I know that we have a lot of talk <laughs> to talk about today. Obviously, football's backed up. As, as you mentioned, I'm excited. Uh, the Bills, some great quarterbacks against some great defenses. Uh, I have a little bias. One of my buddies' son plays for Buffalo. So I have have a little bit of skin in the game, but I'm excited to talk about these Cardinals. Hey, even more incentive. Cardinals fans to root against the hated Rams. Root for the Buffalo Bills. You know, one of the AFC darlings. I saw a graphic the other day where all the NFL network analysts were basically saying they picked the Bills to be in, at least in the Super Bowl. They got a squad. This is a hell of an opener tonight. Yeah, I mean, they can play. And they got one key piece that the Rams had last year in Von Miller. And we know, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if him joining the team early, right, benefits them. But, I mean, they got it locked down at every position, mainly at that quarterback position with Josh Allen can do. I mean, he's the more physical which we've seen Patrick Mahomes. It's just really who's ever going to get the ball last type of type of guy. He's dynamic. As you mentioned, Bo, having those signature moments, Josh Allen can do it all. And it just seems like that whole team had, is, is in a comfort zone, right? And they can play with anybody on any stage and play some good football this year. They seem to be taking those, like, steps that you see franchises sometimes take, right? They get the quarterback right. They build the team. They get a little taste of the playoffs. The, the quarterback is not good in the playoffs. He gets back there. He improves. He becomes MVP caliber. Last year, they're 13 seconds away in an incredible divisional round game against the Chiefs. And the guys and the team that the Cardinals are going to play week one do what they do all the time and just – just defy uh, like science and odds and all that. Uh, and, and now they're, you know, this team seems primed to take the next step. And that could be an AFC championship game. It could be a Super Bowl appearance. It could be hoisting the Lombardi trophy. And the Arizona Cardinals are hoping to do the, you know, take their next step this season as they open up the season against Mahomes and crew. And things are getting a little tougher, DA, as we break down this matchup and, and start to preview it. Our full preview show is going to be tomorrow. Johnny Ben will be back 
on this show, but you know, it, it's tough. I mean, with the news that Marcus Golden's back, let's start there because we'll get into the Rondell Moore injury later in, in the podcast, but Marcus Golden returning their main pass rusher, double digit sats. We know that he can, he's got the nonstop motor. What does this do for the Arizona Cardinals? I mean, it's just confidence. And I know that, Bo, we've talked about the Arizona Cardinals in their front office hedging their bets offensively, but still they have to play defense. And having a guy like Marcus Golden, I believe for Vance Joseph, just gives him a huge sigh of relief, right? So schematic-wise, he can control and manipulate and bring guys like uh, Isaiah. I mean, oh, yeah, Isaiah, as well as Collins and Buda Baker up on the line of scrimmage and playing those games. I don't think that you could be as aggressive with Marcus going out of the lineup, right? Because you have an athletic quarterback in Patrick Mahomes who likes to get out of the pocket, be creative. And when you have a guy like Marcus Golden, who's a consistent uh, producer, double-digit sacks, as you mentioned, Bo, and you're going to need to contain him and you're going to need to get pressures. And Marcus Golden is a guy that has done that consistently over his career. So I think not only does it give the whole entire defense confidence, but mainly Vance Joseph and, and his ability to draw up, you know, different blitzes and schematically, you know, with that defensive athletic secondary that they have. I mean, VJ's defenses are predicated on getting negative plays, creating pressure on first and second down. And if you don't have Marcus Golden, you really can't, you're handicapped in doing that. Like you have to get production out of places that we've never seen production from Victor Dumakeji, who became, you know, a hand in the dirt defensive end to a stand up outside linebacker. You're encouraged with what you saw in the preseason, but you know, can you really rely upon him getting number 15 down uh, or, you know, getting a TFL against Clyde Edwards Hilaire, you know, it'd be nice to see, but consistently getting that pressure. What we know about the junkyard dog is he brings it each and every play. Like he is just nonstop. And that motor is going to be so uh, paramount for this defense. When you've got a lot of young guys and, or guys that are unproven like Dennis Gardeck coming back, you know, one year removed from the injury. I mean, this is, this is a huge addition to this defense uh, you know, J.J. Watt was sidelined once again. I saw a question about Zach Ertz from our guy Sly. I'll, I'll answer that in just a bit. But uh, and then we've got, you know, strength and conditioning coach Buddy Morris, like his reputation is on the line about all these injuries. But really, before we get you know into that, I just think that Marcus Golden, it's it, they fans. Joseph kind of finally shed some light on what the heck's been going on. Everybody wanted to speculate. It seemed very eerily similar to DJ Humphreys and the, in the GI. And if you're listening to the podcast that threw up the quotes, you know, the GI gastrointestinal issue that he had that cleared up miraculously when he signs an extension, but I guess it was a freak accident. You haven't heard of that, room. I haven't. You ever heard of that? <laughs> Yeah, I'd like to find out on my own, right? Yeah, yeah I love millions. They, they do about a stomach good, bro. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Pretty oh, good. yeah. It's it's the magic uh, elixir that's gonna make mm-hmm. you feel a hundred, like a hundred oh, millions of bucks. So, <laughs> yeah. but man, this is this is huge for the Cardinals' defense because they just didn't. I mean, you say what you like. I mean, all their talent is on the back end of this. They needed somebody up front that was gonna make some noise, and, and I think Golden. It really seems like he's going to be ready to play come Sunday, and that's a huge boost for this defense. It's 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 everything. I mean, you, you yeah. talk about this team's the past year, the successes or lack thereof, and there's a lot of question marks, as you mentioned, Bo. The secondary, yeah, there's some key pieces there, but outside of Buda Baker, Jalen Thompson, and Isaiah Simmons, and, and maybe Byron Murphy, there's a, a lot of question marks here on this defense. With, you know, I know that we're going to get into with the injury report, guys like J.J. Watt. Like, 
Yeah, yeah, you love that you have him. You love that he's a part of the team, but you haven't had that consistent consistency over an extended yeah. period of time. You haven't had that with your ball club. So to have a guy like Junkyard Dog in the lineup, it, it means everything. Consistent pressure, consistent effort, and a guy that could get it, get the job done. And not to mention, Bo, he doesn't have to come off the football field, right? Like no, I know he, that you mentioned yeah. some young talent there, but he's playing first, second, and third down and can stop the run and get to the quarterback. So – Everything that you want when you drop a football player outside linebacker slash defensive end is a guy like Marcus Golden, knowing that he's playing. You know, Vance Joseph's got to be sleeping a little bit better at night, a little bit yeah. better because we, as we know, we're going to get into the injury report. There's still a lot of issues over there. Yeah, there's a, there's a ton, and uh, you know, but as far as your your returning sack king for the the Cardinals roster itself and their, their best run stopper, it wasn't Chandler Jones, it, it was Marcus Golden. It's a huge boost. And then they can just play the hot hand if they want in that young, you know, pass rusher rotation. Uh, one note I'll add here. We talked to Vance Joseph today during his media availability. I mean, it, it does legitimately sound like Devon Kennard, who made his way back onto this roster via practice squad. And then he was like second on the depth chart, which I heard was a respect thing. They wanted to show him the respect. Uh that it really does seem like he's going to get elevated the way VJ was talking. And it was just all about roster gymnastics and them trying to figure out how they're going to deal with the injuries and not having an IR guys and not have to release some, uh, some other names on this roster. Devon Karnar was somebody that they could wave, bring back in the practice squad, and then also potentially put on the 53 or the game day roster and could be seeing some significant snaps. So now you have two veterans as your linebacker core if those young guys, if the moment's a little bit too big come uh, Sunday afternoon. Yeah, but when you want that transition to happen, when you want that experience to happen with the young guys, you want that veteran leadership there, right? So you don't want all the pressure necessarily to be on those young guys or all that emphasis put on them where they're just getting into the game. They know that it's situational and they only have to do one or two things, right? We talked about this paralysis by analysis. You don't want the guys thinking too much. You want them just you know, being athletic, getting up the field and making plays and or just doing their job. So to have a guy like Kennard, to have Golden in the lineup, it takes a lot of pressure off the young guys where they can just go out there and not feel as though that they have to go out there and make a play and they could just go out there and play football. I see you, Sly. I see you, KR Gordon 08, saying we're screwed week one. Sly's asking about Zach Ertz, how his fantasy football is depending on his availability. I mean, what we heard from Cliff Kingsbury. Now, Ertz didn't practice today practice yesterday they're going to be smart with Ertz who's been out basically since week one of training camp it's going to be probably on a snap count Max Williams is full go Trey McBride is a full go need Ertz to have a big day fantasy wise I don't think that that's going to be your answer doesn't sound like he's going to be you know TE1 for this Cardinals team week one but uh, we appreciate everybody chiming in with the chat keep doing that hit that like button we really appreciate it uh, we're going to get into this uh, with the good news about Marcus Golden, get into some tough news. But first, here's some really good news. Game time. Game time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets and sports concerts and shows. Save up to 60% on tickets when you buy the tickets last minute. It's great for procrastinators like myself, somebody who's hitting up Damien Anderson just an hour before the damn show to join me on the show it's, it's a perfect app for me, and it's a perfect app for you to go out there and get yourself some seats to the big game, including the one going down on Sunday, Kansas City on the road at Arizona. Who doesn't want to see a season opener? Get out there. You got the big flag on the field. You got the anthem. You got all the sights and sounds and just, 
the emotion of week one. Despite all the injuries, it's going to be a great time. And game time is going to get you there. It's the best way. Support your uh, PHNX. Check us out. Show them that you're buying your tickets. Use the link in the description of this show on YouTube. It's just in the details below or wherever you're listening to your podcast. The Game Time app, Game Time website. Check them out. Get your seats from here on forward on Game Time. Also got to tell you about OGs. OGs brands that also enhance your game day or anything you're doing, and they want to give you some free stuff. They're flavoring life sweepstakes. One winner is going to receive not one, not two, but three bags of their incredible gummies, including the orange creamsicle flavor. You can get an OG's hat, PHNX shirt of your choice like this one, and that PHNX annual membership. It helps you read all the great work from Howard Balzer, who's just churning out incredible uh, content right now about the Cardinals. Sign up at gophnx.com. Click the link in the show notes. Check out OGs at ogsbrands.com and on Instagram at ogsbrands. You can buy their products at your local dispensary. you got to be 21 years or older. All right, let's get into that injury report. Producer Shane had it up on the screen. Let's take a look at this thing. It's, it's way too damn long. I mean, as far as the rest of the NFL, there aren't many injury reports that rival the Arizona Cardinals. Marcus Golden's back out there. Says he was limited. He looked pretty good to me. Looked spry, looked fast. Rodney Hudson just had the rest day. He was back out there today. Trayvon Mullen didn't practice for the second straight day. He's got that surgically repaired toe. Damian doesn't sound like he's going to play, make his Cardinals debut week one. J.J. Watt, second straight practice. He's not out there nursing the calf. The team's hopeful that he can be in the lineup come Sunday. Aaron Brewer, the long snapper, he's back out there. Look, I mean – I, it's good that he's a full practice. It's good that you're going to get your long snapper back, but some bigger <laughs> issues here. Ertz didn't practice. Cody Ford was limited. He's got an ankle. Rondell Moore was something. This is the big news of the day because I was out there in the open portion and Rondell Moore looked like he was full speed. So this must have happened once uh, the reporters were sent back inside. And according to Aaron Wilson of uh, the Pro Football Network, he has a source on this and he said that uh, it looks like it, it's a serious issue. He's going to have an MRI on it. And I got to imagine that probably takes Rondell outside of a miracle out of this lineup. Yeah, uh, it, it's concerning, Bo. But as a Cardinals fan and as a formal you know, player playing the game, I'm not, not I'm not that concerned. So I like what there is with Dorch and Isabella. Yeah. And I just in terms of matchups, right, guys fitting the bill and guys you know, being able to come in and play that position at a high level. And although that we continue to talk about Dorch and his ability, and it was preseason, but you saw him at practice every day, Bo. You saw him out there making, you know, plays, and Andy has a a chip on his shoulder. I mean, it sucks, right? No one wants to be hurt, but in the game of football, it's next man up, and you have to go out there and do your job. What you do like, you got Hollywood, you have A.J. Green, who had damn near 900 yards last year. Zach Ertz, I know, is going to be iffy, but he has, you know, over 700 yards. So, you're excited about the pieces that you have, and I and I I don't think it's going to be one of those dramatic reactions like you like impacts like we think it's going to have because of the depth that they have at that position. Bo, having a guy yeah. like Dorch puts a little bit of comfort there. Having Andy have the preseason that he did puts a little bit of comfort there because we know they're that similar body type, you know, and they all can play that position at a high level. There's a couple things, you know, that, that are concerning. Well, one, I mean, it, it just tempers the expectations of this breakout year for Rondell Moore and, and delays it a little bit. It doesn't mean it can't happen. Yeah. Like, I, I, and I think. But ham, ham, hammies are lingering, though, Bo. Yeah. They are. I mean, are. Yeah. It, 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 it kept sucks. him, you know, 
It had it kept the same injury, hamstring injury, kept him out eight games his sophomore year of, of at Purdue, and so it's something that can linger, and something you know you feel like you can get back, and then it's just going to come out of nowhere and bite you again, and you're not going to be healthy for an entire season. So you hope the Arizona Cardinals can get him at least figured out with the MRI, the severity of it, and how they can get him back, you know, and when to get him back. Uh, I, I agree with you. I think it's a great point about Dorch. You know, Dorch is a Bella. I mean, who steps in? I mean, as far as just positionally, you know, I think Dorch is probably more well-versed to play the slot. That's where they are anticipating Agreed, playing, yeah. you know, Rondell a little bit more this season. Uh, but, you know, if, if you can find – if you can move Hollywood to the slot, if you – you're not moving A.J. there – I think that Andy Isabella is more of an outside guy. So if he's going to get in there, it's because somebody else has moved into the slot, you know, who were going to originally play outside. But uh, it's just a, it's a big blow. And um, like I said, he missed eight games in, in Purdue. He was limited to seven games over his final two seasons for the Boilermakers. Played 14 last year, more like a concussion. He had a neck injury and he had an ankle injury last year. So, so to kind of see his hamstring flare up again it's just it's just a bummer for for those who wanted to see more breakout right from the jump yeah Bo. i mean it's because you have a certain expectation as you mentioned a, a player being drafted where he was drafted in the second round having glimpses you know last year of his productivity and, and uh what we saw from him his freshman year i remember i was at that game and you know our son he had to go back to, to the archives and, and remember you know just all the stats and details but I mean he, he went off he had a day and, and again we saw pieces of that last year with just his athleticism strength and speed so to me you're not necessarily going to replace that with guys like Isabella or Dorch but with the combination of it as you mentioned Bo whether it be moving Hollywood inside you know, wherever there's going to free up opportunities, I think, for their best athletes is going to be the best way to go for Cliff and his play calling. But I think not having it out there is just concerning and disheartening because you had a certain expectation of what this offense is going to do. And as we know, I mean, you, you I don't want to say that we as fans or as analysts take things for granted, but you almost just expect right them to be healthy and go out there and play. But this is a game when especially when they're moving those muscles all the time. It's like the Jamin Winston, you know, quote yeah. yesterday, the, the ankle. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like, the, I like the, you know, the wrists, I like the ankles, you know what I mean? The yeah. elbows, I like the knees, you know what I mean? Like it's when you're moving then doing that much torque and you're a fast twitch guy, like, uh, Ron, you know, Rondell, I don't want to say it's bound to happen, but it's just, unfortunately it's just common. And that's why guys, when they get to that level and they have that opportunity to be around those resources, you want to do everything that you can to preserve your body, man. But unfortunately, we're seeing it here, right? Yeah. The week of game week, and you know, Rondell goes down, and it's a blow for the Cardinals. Well, I mean, what can you think about what may be causing you know calf issues, hamstring issues? Is it just the game? Is it just you know? I mean, because a lot of people looked at this training camp and they're like, the stars aren't playing in the preseason. Yeah. Like they better be healthy, and they're one of the you know most injured rosters in the league. Do you have any concern about what's going on? Um, I mean, yes and no, right? I mean, I mean, you would have to do like some type of da- data analysis, Bo, to find out, you know, the the commonality amongst injuries in camp, right? And then compare it to all of those to to have a, you know, a, a, I'd say a, a a good guesstimate of what it looks like, right? So, I mean, does it feel? I think because we're personally connected to it, does it feel like it's a bit much, it does. You know what I mean? Especially mm-hmm. when you guys, you got guys like Hop 
that are down, right? You got a guy like yeah. you're missing him, and then JJ Watt's been you know in and out of the lineup. Kyler was injured last year. There's just a lot of you know uncertainty going on, and as you go into the season, you want to feel great about it. You want to have that you know, yep, we're you know at 100, percent we're we're ready to go, and you feel great about the offensive or defensive unit that you put on the football field, and having these guys show up and not practice that's concerning you know not to me i think it's a rest day for Ertz, right so i'm not too concerned about that and i think yeah. he's a vet that knows how to you know come in and play and i think it's caution over valor with a lot of these guys and most importantly like you know we had a almost a, a mental breakdown with rodney hudson wasn't showing up to camp and, you know, he <laughs> right. showed up and in, in all indicators are pointing to that he's going to be playing, you know, come nine 11. So mm-hmm. I try to think that the coaches are being, you know, like I said, being conservative right now as they lead up into the season, because those plays are so valuable, but it's still something you still got to be worried about, Bo. I mean, yes, they have a good team, but I think we all, all need them all to be healthy in order to go out there and play. I'm I'm really interested to see, you know, I obviously want to, I'm excited about we're, we're sitting here the precipice of, of the 2022 season kicking off here in just a few minutes, but like, I'm interested to see how Cliff runs his training camp next year. If it's the same, like if, if they decide to take so much time, they have the downtime. If, if rest is the key and, and just hurry up and wait for the green light to kick off the regular season. I just don't know. It's almost like the, and this is going to sound silly to most of the people watching, you know, the football gods were like, we have preseason games for a reason. Guys got to play. So I, I don't know. It's yeah. I mean, it's the, I mean, there, yeah, but there's philosophies for all of it. It's like, you're damned if you do damned, if you don't yeah. like, it's like, you know, you Baltimore Ravens, you, as they, they've been undefeated, how many, you know, games in a row. Right. right. So, I mean, you have some coaches that don't play their guys it's like, all right, they're proven. I mean, they know that it's more risk versus reward in the preseason. So I get it. I do get it, but at the same time, you've got to understand there's different bosses across the National Football League, so everybody's going to do it differently. But you just got to appreciate when you're a player that you have a cliff camp that you just don't get hurt. You know what I mean? Like right. you appreciate yeah. it, but you just take care of your body. Right? Exactly. It's just, I guess you got to be ready to go. That's my main focus. That's but it's it's such a tough game, and when when you got to get out there and, and you maybe you haven't. It's not that you haven't trained correctly, but you kind of exert your body in such a different way than you're it's unnatural. And and these injuries just happen even to a young player like like uh, Rondell Moore. It's it's just brutal. I see in the comments. I want to get to him in just a minute uh, about, you know, uh, maybe a, a way that the Arizona Cardinals can combat all these injuries, especially to the wide receiver core and not have it hop. And I mentioned it yesterday. I know a resident running back is going to love it, but got to tell you about underdog fantasy and their pick them game it's unreal just look at your favorite or least favorite players their stats pick between two to five players for your pick them entry and whether you think they'll end up with higher or low total than the stat in this week's game you can start tonight on underdog fantasy with the bills and rams get your picks right and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night it's an incredible deal it's going to get you hooked i'm on underdog fantasy and i was playing major league baseball games all the way up until tonight now that's a thing of the past i'll still dabble but it's all about the nfl let's talk about you know just we got different Cardinals players that are going to get some opportunities and we'll figure out who we want to throw our underdog and our underdog fantasy lineup. But you can search the app store right now. Click the show link 
uh, or the link in the show notes. Sign up with the promo code PHNX, and Underdog's going to double your first deposit up to 100 bucks. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code PHNX, and get in the action today. Do it right now because you can get in on the action in just a few minutes. Join us Saturday. It's uh, Four Peaks. We're going to be hanging out watching the ASU Sun Devils game against Oklahoma State. I'm a man. I'm 40. Mike Gundy coming to town. Those Cowboys, they're going to be hanging out. 3.30 p.m. ASU Watch Party, PHNX Sun Devils, the entire crew, a bunch of us from PHNX Sports are going to be hanging out, enjoying the food. They got drink specials. They got a heck of a good time on tap in a massive screen, apparently. They're going to change it up there. They've got screens all over the place. they got games all over the, the restaurant and the brewery, but you got a massive screen where you can watch the Sun Devils take on the Cowboys. Should be a good game. Check the link in the show notes as well for that. Sign up for free to our watch pottery. Check out PHNX underscore sports on Twitter. You'll get the link there. you got to be 21 years or older, of course, if you can enjoy those delicious Four Peaks brews. Okay. Run the damn ball. What do we think about it? Is that a good way to combat all this? Maybe no Ertz, no uh, Rondell Moore. You got Max Williams back. Trey McBride showed some potential as a blocker. I saw one of our guys in the chat talking about his how you know McBride seems like he's full go. What do you think? James Conner Day? I mean, I, I don't know, Bo. I mean, I, I, for sure, yeah, I, I want the running backs to eat. But I think that in this offense – the run complements the pass, not the other way around. You know, I mean, I think that they're pass dominant. I mean, we just look at the money that they've spent, right? I mean, Grand, I, I know you have to do what you have to do to win football games, but you got guys like Hollywood Brown. You got guys like K1. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think that there's opp- there's going to be opportunities where K1 has to extend plays, get first downs, and use his legs. Now, I don't know what the stat is, but anytime that he rushes the ball between like 40 and 80 yards, I think the Cardinals are undefeated. He's going to need a game like that due to the guys that they're missing and potential you know, ailments of guys like Ertz, right? But I think that set it, setting it up, setting up that run and having a day like we've seen in the past with, you know, w- with Connor, uh, you know, and, and, and other backs complimenting him, like, you know, Chase back, you know, last year, they can do that. I think that could definitely happen with, you know, Williams or Eno, or even, I'm not sure if Keontae will dress, but definitely with Connor on those inside zone stuff, because the great thing about it, they run it out of that shotgun. And with Kyler, it's almost like a three-way go. Bo, he could either pass it, run it himself, or hand it off. They're, they're going to need that. I mean, they're going to need the full bag of tricks from their quarterback and in every, you know, why he earned every single dime and that $230.5 million dollars uh, you're going to want to see that on full display because you need it if you want to kind of compete with a team, you know, that has the expectations of the Kansas City Chiefs. And that's, you know, Super Bowl or bust. Keontae, I will say, and I don't think we have the clip ready and, and I don't I didn't have anybody set it up. But in the future, I'll I ask Keontae about working out with our guy, D.A., getting him ready for the for the draft. Very complimentary uh, and, and love this time hanging out with our resident running back. Uh, you'll get to hear from Keontae Ingram. If not, uh, by the end of this week, next week, we talk to the rookie running back. But, yeah, it should be interesting to see, you know, what his role is. Five guys, you know, Ward's probably going to be in his normal special teams kind of uh, role. And then you've got the three running backs at the top that J.C. And then it's it's Eno and and, and Daryl Williams kind of figuring out the rest of the way. But I, I think if, if you can get James Conner, and obviously with in mind that you don't want him to go – exceed 80% of the snaps at the running back position, you know, if, if they can win that time of possession, if they can churn out yards and set up second, third and manageable for Kyler Murray, that makes him 
that much more dangerous and he can run the ball for the first down or he can rely on the wide receivers that are healthy, including easy uh, saying Greg Dortch. Yeah, I'd love to see Greg Dortch. You know, he, maybe he can play that Rondell Moore that role that he played last year where it's kind of around the line of scrimmage, running the football. They still have playmakers. They, they weren't they got short on them before. Bo, Bo, they got enough guys that can run the football. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I think that to Greg's credit, right, he's distri- demonstrated that he's a great wide receiver and that he could play in this league and he could find ways to get open. To me, they got enough guys that can do their job. Obviously, with the running back, I like Daryl Williams as the best complement in terms of body size, running style of James Conner. I think that that's going to create mismatches too, just with their athleticism at the position, the fact that they like to throw the ball to the running backs out of the backfield. So, you know, we saw that of Eno, Eno's big catch in the preseason. We've seen that from James, that same play from James Conner throughout the season. So there, I think that Cliff does a great job of looking for uh, vulnerabilities and defenses. So I don't think it's going to be, you know, a problem moving the ball down, down the field. I just think it's going to be like that timing of when it has to happen. I don't want them to force the run because I think that they're so – talented offensively and passing the ball and having a guy like Kyler Murray and putting such a huge investment, you know, making trades for Hollywood, you know, having a guy like Zach Ertz, you know, drafting a guy in the second round, despite all we've seen he's done is block, but catching the football, right? I think that that run is going to complement the pass and it's going to, you know, take, you know, guys like Dorch and Isabella stepping up and potentially, uh, you know, Rondell Moore's absence. But I I think that they – I, don't, I, I like Rondell Moore more as a receiver. I, I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong, he's a playmaker, but you, you pick a guy where you picked him, you want that type of Kirk production, you know, almost 1,000 yards, you know, a, a playmaker on this football team that could have the ability to stretch the field. So yeah. that's what I'm looking at that position, looking for that hear, position. Matthew Burgess wants the Murray magic. I hear you there. No bubble screens. Look, that's just a, that's a part of the offense. Those, those aren't going anywhere. Unfortunately, you just hope that there's better blocking downfield. You see them every day, Bo? <laughs> yeah, that, I can promise day, you that's, that ain't going anywhere, but there is a forgotten man. You know, I mean, I talk about the run game, but you know, getting back to the, the passing attack, I mean, in Hollywood Brown's going to be a big part of that. And AJ green, you know, he's, Coming out of the gates, I know people say 34 years old, whatever. He 800 yards. Here's a guy that's you know, as far as where his profile is, you know, six four, can still up get up there and and out jump a lot of defenders still at his age. I think that he could have a, a sneaky good game for the Arizona Cardinals, and now it's becoming almost more uh, a necessity than if he were to kind of fly under the radar. I mean, if Rondell Moore is out of there, Hollywood Brown, AJ Green are your top two targets. And I think that you're okay with that, Bo. I mean, if you've yeah. got Tom Brady playing at, what, 44, 45 years of age, and I know it's different positions, but it wasn't like he played last year and, and tailed off. There was some miscommunication on, in certain games, obviously him and Kyler not being on the same page. But as you mentioned, having you know over 800 yards last year and not having to be in that number one role, I think it bodes well for him because he's going to win. He's going to play on that off DB. Most of the time, he's not going to be double team. And just with his catch radius, he's going to have that the ability to out-athlete or boss some of the defenders, right? And some of it is just you know calling plays and him getting open. But I, I, I think that a lot of attention is going to be put on Hollywood, right, of that emphasis. I mean, who wouldn't, right? Are there former teammates? They made a trade. Everyone heard about it. They're probably going to double Hollywood, so that's going to create opportunities. Whoever's playing that tight end position, you know, Dorch, Isabella, and obviously A.J. Green. A.J. Green's going to eat this year. And I mean, and I know that we, you know, there was that post and tweet in terms of comeback player of the year or offensive MVP or or it was one of the categories, but I think that A.J. Green is going to, 
you know, slide in there and maybe, you know, Johnny gets butt hurt because he is 34. <laughs> and I know, and I believe that Jalen Blair threw it, you know, in the chat a little bit earlier, talked about the age of some of the guys. And maybe that's why, you know, the injuries yeah. happen, Bo. And I don't, I mean, maybe it plays a part. You got to get your mineral intake up or, you know, right. something, you know, whatever it is, you know, more consistent IVs. I don't know, but <laughs> I just know that what we've seen from AJ Green has been productivity. Right. And I, and I almost think yeah. that the fan base takes them for granted because you've had guys like D hop and Christian Kirk who make all the, the more um, the, I'd say high profile catches, right. Or get a majority right. of that notoriety. And AJ doesn't get that at 34. Well, and I, and I think that Hollywood gives you something that Kirk didn't. And, and that's kind of a true number one in the absence of D hop and, and AJ green can continue to be, you know, that wide receiver to that Z spot in that lineup and just play that role so well as well as he did before Hopkins really went out and then AJ you know just by default had to become that number one because Kirk didn't step up and Rondell was dealing with issues here and there and they had injuries all up and down their lineup but in in AJ Green you know father time came kind of knocking at the end of last season but he's fresh right now he's got Hollywood he's got a fresh Kyler Murray the Cardinals have a, a solid offensive line to start the season you know there are a few more positives you know, a, a, it is a big loss with Rondell Moore potentially. Um, we'll see, you know, what would be a bigger loss more on the offensive side or J.J. Watt potentially on the defensive side. But you talk about just being hydrated. Let me tell you, you might be noticing that there's some strange tall boys showing up every once in a while, wherever you kind of look, especially if you watch a podcast. I've been drinking them here. Liquid Death. It's a uh, mountain spring water. Actually, you think that it's like a hardcore tall boy and I'm cracking and putting back a few cold ones while the show's going on. Now that wouldn't be unprecedented. It has happened. I've had a few four peaks before, but liquid death is uh, just a delicious sparkling water. And it's, is it called liquid death? Because it will brutally murder your first. That's what it does. And finally a recyclable tall boy can helping you bring death to plastic bottles. That's why it's called Liquid Death. They also donate 10% of the profits in every can sold to help kill the plastic pollution. Get Liquid Death at your local Target. Fries, Sprouts, uh, you've got Liquid Death retailer near you. Their store locator, liquiddeath.com slash phnx. That's liquiddeath.com slash phnx. we got the AC Watch Party going on Saturday. We've got our tailgate show going on Sunday. Lots of things going on where we want you to be healthy. COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older, now eligible for the booster. Visit azhealth.gov slash vaccine to find a location near you. Okay. Howard Balzer, DA, joined us as a writer. He's going to be just kind of pimping out our gophnx.com website with all the Cardinals material Howard Balzer brings over 40 years of experience. He's a Hall of Fame voter. He actually does a, a radio show on behalf of the Pro Football Hall of Fame on Sirius XM. He's dialed in. He's out there at practice every day with me, and he just dropped a new article today. He's got two already up in two days. The guy's just churning out content, and the most recent one is about the Jalen Thompson contract and how truly team-friendly this thing is. It's really shocking some of the things that they did. I'll give you one little tidbit that he was telling me about today at practice that Jalen Thompson gets a $300,000 bonus if he gets a, if he gets elected to a Pro Bowl. And, he, and there are sources around the league that believe that that's going to be tough by playing in the same defensive secondary as Buda Baker. Uh, you know, the Arizona Cardinals, I mean, hopefully Jalen Thompson can cash for his own good and gets, you know, finally the credit he deserves as a Pro Bowler. But it's interesting – 
Just very cap-friendly deal. The entire details, you got to check it out. Go phnx.com. Yeah, bro. Um, to me, like when I, when I think about like the 300K, don't get me wrong. To, to most people, it, it, it is a lot of money. But when we think of, we think of that guaranteed money, right? Like, I mean, do you know, besides giving too much away, what he got in terms of guaranteed money? Where was he drafted at? Do we, yeah, he's do we like, have any? Yeah. 24 and a half guaranteed dollars. 24 and a half million dollars is. Yeah. <laughs> well, I ain't, worried, I ain't worried about 300K. You just laugh, bro. You, you laugh. So, I mean, come on. Like, we're like, all right. Like, that's the last thing that I'm worried about. Like, I mean, okay. Right. I mean, kudos to you, J- Jalen Thompson. I don't think that he's worried about yeah. that. I think it would definitely help, right, in terms of a family vacation probably for him. But when right. you got them type of bills, he, he's doing all right. And I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I can't wait to, to read that article. I'm so if, be, if he misses out on the Pro Bowl, there's you're not going to be heading up a GoFundMe for uh, Jalen Thompson? I think he'll be all right. I think he'll be all right. <laughs> Bo, you laugh when you said the number because you knew it was 300000 versus $24 million guaranteed. Dude is all right, man. He's going to be yeah, okay. He, he's going to be more yeah, than all right. 20, what is he, 24 years old? He's doing just fine for himself. One of Steve Kimes' uh, proudest moments as GM taking him in the fifth round of the supplemental draft, the last player, actually the only player right now in the NFL from the supplemental draft, Jalen Thompson. He's a big piece to his Arizona Cardinals defense. J.J. Watt, you know, the calf missed a couple days. We'll wrap up with this. Uh, it, it just seems like it, it's unfortunate. I, I don't know. I feel like Marcus Gold was a bigger addition to this defense than Watt at this point just because fresh front, though there's a couple unknowns. Zach Allen seems to be healthy. He can kind of play that role. You got Michael Dogby. Shard Lawrence is poised for a big year. Lucky Fotu can rotate in there. They've got at least a rotation of guys that played NFL downs. It's not like the pass rush unit where there's a bunch of unknowns. Yeah, you you want serviceable guys, but I, I don't think that they can account for the impact that you expect from a guy like J.J. Watt, right, Bo? Like, when you have a J.J. Yeah. Watt, you're thinking that you have a star on your defense. The unfortunate aspect of it is that we haven't been able to see that in its totality, and if that will even happen, right? Calf, I mean, I uh, pulled one uh, back in my playing days, and they're much like the hamstrings. It's going to take some time, and I know that there's been some improvements in tech and medicine, and, and I hope that's the case, but – it's a, it sucks. I mean, as a Cardinals fan yeah. to have that combination of players, yeah, you're ha- excited about the death, but you want to have a guy like JJ Watt when you're, when you're going guy for guy against your buddy or in a fantasy or whatever guy at work, whoever you're talking to, you're, you're talking about your hometown team. You want to count on a guy like JJ Watt and JYD and not having them, you know, just brings of, you know, level of concern, I think for the fan base, but I think at the same time, it, it, you know, just like we talked about, could the could the Chiefs do the same thing and try and run the ball? And not having J.J. Watt in there is concerning, potentially, right? Potentially. Yeah. And, and he would just give you another guy that has experience getting, you know, the opposing quarterback on the ground, you know. J.J. Watt's a dog, though, Bo. He like, is. He's a, he he's, is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When he's healthy, he's a dog. He's a grown man out there. I mean, and I know that we don't want to, you know, not, not play it down or play it up, but he, he's a difference maker. You know, so not having him is a problem. And I mean, I think that like anything, it's about winning games and, you know, Kansas City, I want to call KFC. Kansas City is going to think <laughs> of a mess. And, you know, that's blood in the water. You know, they don't have one of their yeah. dogs out there and they're young in the, the linebacker, young linebacker position. Let's just, you know, take what we can get. And if it's successful running the ball, they may do that. But they still have one of the best at the quarterback position. So it's 
hopefully it's not one of those pick your poison type of situations because the Cardinals have enough, you know, firepower offensively to do the same. I'm, I'm sure if this was a playoff game, much like last year, you know, he's he's going, he's going to play, right? But at this point in the season, week one, do you, you, you kind of play the, the cautious card or you look at the rest of the injury report and say, hey, we, we need this, we need J.J.? Uh, I think, Bo, it's going to be one of those conversations. It's context. It's facts and circumstances to everything, right? Yeah. Like, can you go? How bad? Is it a strain or is it a pull, right? You know, it's like those old school. Are you are you hurt or are you injured? Really, that's the type of question that I, that I would ask him yeah. because you know that J.J. Watt has seen enough football to determine, hey, is this going to impact – you know, is this one game worth the entire season or do we need to rush you? So that he's one of those guys, you know, multiple defensive player of the year. I'm going to have that talk with him to see how he's feeling. And if it's a no-go on that, as you mentioned, Bo, with that, you know, depth of names that you just rattled off, they're going to have to step up and play at a high level. I mean, and wouldn't expect anything else. Yeah, I mean, Zach Allen's a guy going into his final year of his contract, his rookie deal. He's going to have to he's kind gonna of make be a motivated. name for himself. Yeah, he's yeah, going to be, be he's motivated. Gonna be motivated. And he's been at JJ's shadow every day at training camp. I mean, he's right there behind JJ. He's asking him questions. It'd be a big time for him to step up. We'll see if they utilize somebody like Cameron Thomas, more of a pass rusher. I don't know if he's they anticipate him kind of moving inside, but they they certainly have depth. But as you said, he's a dog and he's somebody that you got the opportunity to get him out there on the field. You got to do that. it, we appreciate everybody tuning in, watching the show today. Johnny Venerable will be back. Big thank you to DA for pinch hit. And make sure you're checking out gophnx.com for all the latest work from Howard Balzer. He's churning out some great stuff, including that Jalen Thompson uh, contract in-depth analysis, plus you know looking at and trying to decipher his Arizona Cardinals injury report. He has a good article there as well. you got to uh, be able to check it out, gophnx.com to do that. Use the promo code. Howard, make sure that uh, you're going to read his great work. Thank you to everybody in the chat. Make sure you like this video and you're subscribed to our YouTube channel. And also you check out all our great sponsors in the show notes. It's below us. And then also check us out wherever you find podcasts. Talk to you Friday afternoon on a new edition of PHNX Cardinals. Enjoy this game tonight. Rams, Bills, NFL's back, baby.